I know they're supposed to. <laughs> That's the rule we're on now. Are we? How y'all doing out there? Yo. Hey, this isn't making any noise. Why aren't we on? Yo. Oh, you can hear it? Yo. I, Yo. I hear it out there, I think, though. Yeah, you want to go out there? We're doing the uh, makeshift mic check. Oh, shit. Hell loud. That's good. All right. This is a makeshift mic check with oh, Professor Gable. It's working. Yo. Yo, it's working. <laughs> Talk? But our earphones ain't working. Oh, yeah, the earphones don't work. It's all good. We don't need that. Uh, anyways, tonight's uh, <coughs> Old Soul Radio is with the uh, Queasy Vinyl Mix Part One. This is a <laughs> this is an edition of a trilogy here at Old Soul Radio. Trilogy. Each time, trilogy. each time Queasy's gonna bring twenty new records, right? Mike Evans Jr. Yeah. Where are no, you? No, it's at? over here. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Queasy, oh, just say, just say, uh, just tell him. Yeah, I'll talk to him. All right. Uh, greetings, everybody. It is April 2nd, and uh, I'm in the house right now with the Old Soul Collective. I mean, yeah. it's just Gable right now, but they're on their way, you know what I mean? Or, you know, Mike Evans Jr. is on his way. And I'm going to play some records. I brought, like, a gang of records. I just came to play some, and we'll probably talk some shit over it and do stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'll be collecting vinyl here and there. And I got stuff. So, we're going to get you in the groove of things. Yeah. Um, real quick. What you got to say? Man? Your dad used to get, uh, put you on the vinyl, right? Yeah. My dad actually is still DJ, but he, he was an old, old school DJ at uh, KPFA. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, OG KPFA 94.9, I think, or 94.1 on the FM dial. Wild 94.9. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Like, so he always, I always grew up around the vinyl type of thing. Yeah. And I started building and building more and more by little with, oh, my, shit, it works. with my own shit. Hey. So, uh. That's tight. You know what I mean? We just gonna rock to this for a little bit. What are you playing right now, DJ Queasy? This one is Grover Washington Jr. of the Side Star album. Oh, shit. That sounds crazy. Yeah, this is, uh. It's real soulful and funky. It's called Lawrence, Lauren, Lorenz, or Lauren. I don't know how they pronounce her name. Lawrence Dance. Lawrence Dance. Can I see the, can I see the thing? It's pretty. Beastie Boys use this sample. For real? Mm-hmm. This song is called Who's Sylvia? Is this side one? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who Sylvia is. Who do you think Sylvia is? Frisco Day coming up. 
we got flyers though, if y'all know where Mutiny Radio is at. Look at that, like, whoa, 20 million people. Or like 100 million, even. Like, right there, I haven't even seen something like, like, like 100 million? I don't know, I just, I just thought, it, like, Nicki Minaj, like, they probably have, like, a run. Thank you. 
Somewhat, somewhat already seasoned, you know what I'm saying? Mike Evans in the house. Mike Evans Jr. Already seasoned, like, in performing and shit, you mean? Pretty much, yeah, like, seasoned. Not seasoned, I can't say that, you know what I mean? I thought I was, obviously, you know what I'm saying? Like, except, wow. And I ended up, so I ended up, you know, Bubbling on stage, basically, and I was like, man. Damn. So, damn, I guess, I guess I never thought it was gonna happen like that. Mike, what's the worst time you've ever fucked up on stage? The worst time I've ever fucked up on stage was, uh, you know, when I, uh, I made a joke about Tinder. I was like, don't you hate it? When you match with a girl on Tinder, she's fatter in person. And I got attacked. Yeah, I remember that kind of that was it. It was really just me getting heckled. It really wasn't like really haven't had like a major fuck up on stage. Yeah. I've had embarrass- I've had very embarrassing moments, but never like a oh shit <laughs> moment. What about at the um The Hunger Strike? <laughs> the Hunger Strike. <laughs> yeah. That was that was bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> at a Thorough Liberation Front 2016 Hunger Strike. It's a terrible shout out. I don't know why I'm saying it in the same <laughs> sentence, but uh, oh shit! No, <laughs> I told a joke. Like last minute, they asked me to tell thirty minutes worth of jokes. And during the hunger strike, for those that know, that was a very exhausting time for everybody involved. Um, but yeah, basically, I was there, and they gave me thirty minutes to tell jokes. And one of the jokes I said was me pouring a bucket of uh, of uh, semen on on my <laughs> on my ex girlfriend's head. And I got I got booed instantly by yeah. literally every single person except me except for Sam. Was it like the the hell of like feminist groups out there? Oh yeah, most definitely feminists on your helmet. Huh? I saw a couple kids 
<laughs> booing. Oh, what is the <laughs> semen? No, not semen. Now the kids are cracking up, but their you know their parents weren't too happy. Yeah, I was on those moments. <laughs> the whole time I was telling that joke, Sam was looking at me like, "Why the fuck? Why are you telling this joke? Like, stop, stop! I know this joke. <laughs> You're telling the whole thing." I've heard the joke all the time, so I knew it like you know five minutes before it happened. You knew it was gonna rattle up yeah. some, ruffle some feathers. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna ruffle some feathers, huh? That's how I met, uh, it's the day I met Lemna. <laughs> not here. <laughs> not here. Okay. Wow, yeah. Have you messed up yet? Um. Not that bad? I don't or... think so, not really. I'm usually pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just freestyle your way out of it. <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to do it If you like forget You just like Say some other crazy shit People don't even You know People don't People don't Some people know People know But like you know It looks tight anyway There was a lady that That accused you Of saying the N word on stage Yeah but I didn't <laughs> I didn't I was like that that was probably the worst. Scenario. Oh yeah, well that one was kind of. Oh, there you go. That's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like not a mess up, but still like a many confrontation. It messed up. Yeah, like we were like, just whoa. performing there, and like we had gone for a minute. We were on for like you know half hour or something, and then somebody just like unplugged us. We were in like this part backyard outside, and someone unplugged us because. Um, I actually don't even know why, but I think it was because, like, some shit happened like, the song before, but, anyways, <clears throat> it happened, and then we kept going, didn't we plug back, were you there? I was, I was gone. Yeah, didn't we, I think we plugged back in and kept it going. I don't know, Martine set up the whole show, so I, I had no idea what was going on. I thought that, like, the shit just broke. I didn't know someone was, like, angry at us. Like, I just thought that the shit had broke. And <laughs> so I just kept, like, talking. We were performing on, like, some stairs. You know what I mean? That was the stage. It's true. That was tight, though. I like shows like that. I feel like I always leave. I always, I always disappear when parties happen. Yeah, you definitely, like, leave... <laughs> like <laughs> places. It's either I'm throwing up, I'm hooking up, or I'm about to knock out <laughs> one, one of the three. Yeah. Who's just caught that on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's up, on radio. I mean, you know, we're on radio. Might as well put it on the phone. <laughs> Insta fame. Insta fame. Do you have a Snapchat? No. Only the Instagram. I know, I know. I tried it, and then I was like, eh, got two. I, I didn't know if I was sending messages right or not. And I'm like, hold on, who's sending this? And it was maybe. Got kind of weird, but. <laughs> but nah, yeah, I know. I needed, like, I don't know. I got enough with this. I already took the Facebook app off my phone just because it was kind of, you know, draining my phone and draining my time you know yeah. what I mean so I was like so I've I was, been talking about that too I deal with Twitter and Instagram really like Twitter you know I vent and go you know throw, <laughs> throw my throw my thoughts on there and stuff like that yeah but I don't even have a Twitter Instagram Instagram I try to be you know somewhat of a photographer you know what I mean yeah. get, your, get your photography on and shit yeah 
And, uh, How was your MySpace game? How, what was that like? Man, I was doing it big, MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I was the MySpace king. No, my MySpace <laughs> I had people fighting over my to be on my top ten. <laughs> oh, top ten. Oh my god. That was so important. It was like your best friend, your parents. Girlfriend. You were getting fights with that. Like people were like, "Why? Why are you taking me off your top eight, bro? Like I thought we was cool, right?" <laughs> real? Yeah. I mean, not like fights and drama. People like That's like drama though. Are you mad at me, bro? You put me off your top eight. Like no, I'm just switching it up every week. You know what I mean? Like I have to do shit like that. But switching. MySpace changed the game, though. I remember I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" Tao Dub showed it to me one time. I never forget. We was at 111 minute. He was like, "Bro, you heard about MySpace?" I was like, "What's that?" heard about it yeah and i was like what is it we were looking online like oh people's pages you can post stuff and we'll... yeah. as soon as that came i was going crazy like okay let me figure this post this picture Ooh. started running into old girlfriends from high school <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like that all type of like oh wow this is crazy man man my space was a good time you can put music on there too. Oh yeah, have like, yeah. They go to your page and the shit's already playing. See how yeah, that used to be dope. See how many plays you get. Yeah. My place was dope. Damn, I just got a flashback. <laughs> Going to people's pages. Bagheads in the room. He has a mustache. He has a mustache. <laughs> Snatchel has head. a mustache in the building. Satchel. He walked in while his the song his song was playing too. This is his song. What are these? So, uh, Baghead. Yo. <clears throat> my mustache has a MySpace. Really? Yep. Did you used to have a MySpace? Uh, I think I did for a second. My cousin. Was he, like, eight years old? <laughs> I had a MySpace. Hey, how old were you with a MySpace? Like, 10 or 11. Wow, nah, that's crazy. No, nah, like, 11 or something. I don't know, because I had a Facebook when I was, like, in high school. I think. Yeah, I had a MySpace when I was, like... Because my cousin was like 11 Eight years yeah, old So he told me to get one So I got one And I got barely used it That's Yeah crazy. it's kind of many We've been like Just in that forever dude <laughs> in the social world I just Or the Whatever the What's it called? Social, social, social media There's the IM too Instabet I never I had that shit I never had IM I never really played That much Tetris you ever play uh, the Tetris, the Galaga? Shit. What's that again? It's like there's like Pac-Man, and the Galaga, Galaga's like the, the, the arcade shit. You shoot. I just I can't believe Mike's rolling at anything right now. I gotta take. Oh God, we a weed too. He has a big jar over there. I gave him that yeah. weed. Yeah. Remember he left us with that one bud. Yeah. <laughs> it got real dry in the car. We was like, whoa. <laughs> it wasn't that bad though. Remember that gave you. I don't think so. Yeah, we did. I think we. I think we smoked it with Mike. I only supply my friends with the finest of weed. Yeah. In the driest. In the driest. In the driest. The finest of the driest. Why? Why do you think "fine" became like a word for really good? You know, because "fine" means like not really good. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you have me on too. I'm like, hold on, blood. You mean like, how you doing? Like, I'm fine. Like, yeah, I'm fine. But fine is like, damn, she's fine, or like the finest of. I mean, the whole like, she's bad. Like, that's so like, how did fine become? Become really good, as opposed to just fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm fine. Yeah, like she's just fine, fine. Like I'm fine, she's bro. Fine. Yeah. But like this you is guys, the finest. Like it's the most okay. 
You know, like this is the well, finest, the finest of wines. That like, this kind is the of most shit. okay wine you're ever gonna try. I'm pretty sure that know? kind of were like the finest of <laughs> jewelry from whatever. I think that came a long time. I was like before the mediocre shit. So do you think that you think like the finest of shit was before people were just like, hey, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm pretty like that's like old English or some shit. Like the finest of the finest of women of chickens of chickens that we eat at the. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So you think they were saying the finest before people were like, yeah, I'm, fine, I'm pretty bro. sure. I'm pretty, yeah, if you watch like a Monty Python Holy Grail, they probably said finest somewhere in there. Yeah, but that's a movie. Yes, that's based on the old shit, though. That <laughs> 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 must be real. That's right. I forgot. That's right. Queasy's on the ones and twos and threes and fours and fives. Yeah, we were talking about how Queasy's a DJ now. It's tight. Yeah. Would you DJ a party, Queasy? I might, like the beginning of it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the warm-up, you know DJ, what I mean? like, the setup, like... Uh, DJ the mic check. Yeah. DJ the mic check. It's a birthday coming up. Sipe's birthday? Yes. Oh, shit. Oh, and Jai's birthday. April 7th, right? Oh, yeah. We gotta listen to, um, J- not J- Joey Badass and Kendrick Lamar's new album. That yeah. Day. Who do you think you're gonna like better? Ollie Kendricks. I heard, really? yeah, fucking Joey dropped a new song with uh, Schoolboy. Yeah. And it was tight. It just wasn't that crazy. You, you know? didn't like it? Jai said he no, loved it. He loved it? Yeah. I thought it was dope. I just feel like it wasn't that crazy. Really? You know, like he was He was like, That's man. Rockabye, what's it called? Yeah, he, he was saying. It, it just wasn't like, he was like, his. the chorus was like, you know, like wordplay, but it wasn't that crazy. Right. Like, you know. It was tight. Cool beat. Just compared to Kendrick, I feel like Kendrick. Damn, I can hear myself. Hello, many. That's good. That means people can hear you on the radio. Yeah, Like the beginning of the day lost soul shit, like uh pause has a lot of dandruff. (laughs) (laughs) Satchel has a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Mike shaved his head. Satchel has a mustache. (laughs) Gabe. (laughs) Queasy is a DJ. So how did you start rapping with crypto? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, like I, I'm we ask him this every time he's here. I think. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this question again. It's because you listen to so many different types of music. Like you could have fallen into so many different genres of music based on what you grew up on. But like rap was like something that called to your heart first. Yeah. What if reason. you What if you were a saxophone jazz player? <laughs> My dad wanted me. He actually I played like I had a trumpet when I was like in the fourth grade. Hey, me too. He tried to get me in the trumpet class. I did it a little bit. You know what I mean? Didn't really get into it too much. Took piano classes later though. Yeah. Kind of uh, over on at the, on Cap Street at the Cap Street Music. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that's where I took. That's been there for years, <laughs> that's man. That's where I took piano. <laughs> so I was there. I took piano on Ocean. I don't know. Hey, this is probably before y'all was born. It was like '84 or something. Definitely before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean yeah, I mean my dad was, and he took me to a lot of jazz shows, a lot of you know what I mean, a lot of exposed me to a lot of the arts and on that side. So I mean he was kind of gearing me, I guess, towards that. He never like said you should do this, you should play this or whatever though, but. I think, you know, and as time went on, he ended up introducing, like, me to hip-hop. He, like, gave me my first Red DMC record and, like, you know, started showing me things. His friends were DJs for K-Poo, so they would have free promotional records. So he just, and that's kind of what, from my re- recollection, you know what I'm saying, is, like, my first, you know, real introduction to hip-hop. Like, you know, and my sister having, like, 
You know what I'm saying? Sugar Hill Gang, like everybody else, Sugar Delight, you know what I'm saying? Um, Curtis Blow, Christmas Rap, stuff like that we just have. And I, I recalled it, but I didn't like, oh, this is incredible. You know what I mean? Like, I was never, until it was like, probably more like, you know, like, Dougie Fresh and like Run DMC and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Run DMC was like the first introduction to it to be like, wow, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like something new. It was like rebellious and it was just... So it's just like anything else, you kind of like learn those lyrics and you're just saying them everywhere you go, you know what I mean? Like saying Run DMC lyrics in front of your, your parents' friends and stuff, you know what I mean? Like all type of shit like that. And then like to the point where it's just like, I remember it was like one of my first raps that I wrote was like a, you know, like an anti-drug rap or something, you know what I'm saying? Or something like a unification type of, you know, it's, you know, it's a positive rap. Because I remember I wrote it at my mom's job And I was like I wanted to say it to them At the end of the job You know what I'm saying I was like, I'm gonna write this rap And I'm gonna say it to them At the end of the job And you know what I'm saying Have them like trip out on it And it was called what was it called Simple as black and white That's what it was called Simple as black and white Yeah Simple as black and white And this was before Michael Jackson Came with that song too <laughs> So you started that Before Michael Jackson <laughs> 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 God damn old as hell Nah but nah for real It was like <laughs> The title was before Michael Jackson came with his shit But um Yeah and then we You know from there It was just kind of like Rapping for friends You know what I'm saying Like I'd be with my friends We'd getting high Drinking a 40 You know what I'm saying Like And you just I guess You know what I'm saying Like you just You gain a passion towards it You gain a liking towards it You know what I'm saying You got your friends that'll get all involved in it, you know what I mean? It was like, and at that time, like, you have to imagine kind of like the hip-hop culture, you know what I'm saying? The whole, like, becoming of it and how everything's going crazy, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was some, something so new at the time, you know what I mean? Like, this, I, we were coming up, like, people on the corner when Lonium, you know, saying breakdancing on cardboard, you know what I'm saying? Like, Seeing shit like that, you know what I mean? Like listening to like K Poo and KPFA. K Poo mainly though, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, you know what I mean? Like like ten, like be like this time, like or nine to like two AM, you know what I'm saying? Like hearing all the new shit, you know what I'm saying? Like this is where you hear public enemy new stuff, fuck Beastie Boys, you know what I'm saying? All the, the new neighborhood stuff would be too there short. too. Right. Too short too. You know what I'm saying? But this was more like exposure to the East Coast too, because they would play like MC Shan and Mantronics. You know what I mean? And like Heavy D or you know you like and all that type of shit. You'd be tripping off of like, and you just sit there with your record, with your you know radio recording. You know what I'm saying? Like. You what you like and what you like and then you know listen to what you you know want to record and shit. Oh, shit all oh you know what i'm saying all through the week. and that's how it was like our study tapes you know what i'm saying like that was before we ever even bought like tapes and you know what i'm saying the era because we go through a whole era after that of just buying shit because what you see in the store you don't even know what it sounds like you're like this looks dope we gonna get it you know what i'm saying like and you just buy shit back then because it wasn't like 
there wasn't sections of shit like there is now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to add them. Some stores didn't have a hip-hop section. You know what I'm saying? You'd have to fucking search for a store that held actually rap tapes. Yeah. And then you had to, and then they came to 18 and over to buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like, it was like buying drugs. You know, back then, like, you had to find a place that had it. Then you had to get <laughs> someone to buy the tape for you. You know what I'm saying? And then you had to hide it from your dad if you had a two-live crew or a two-short or some ghetto boys or some under, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's just like you listen to it on the under, you know, you know what I mean? Like, because you didn't even know what it was either, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wanted to hear it. You don't want, you don't want to hear it for the first time in front of other people. Yeah. You kind of want to hear it first so you'd be hip to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, this is this this song. This is this rule. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, I mean, that's the whole process of, you know what I'm saying? Falling in love with rap and being able to, like, present it. You know what I'm saying? Being able to. to to conceptualize it Think about it And write it down And know how you're gonna rap it You know what I mean Like that was like Learning that whole shit and Just being able to be like Conduct songs And experiment with sound and, You know what I mean Like shit like that Like I didn't been through Hella phases You know what I'm saying Like just because I was always a fan of music You know what I'm saying Like I was always a fan Of the hip hop scene And just and the, the, How the times are becoming And shit like that So Oh, so I was gonna ask you, what did you think of the new Chappelle? Oh, she was hella funny. <laughs> she was great. Yeah, it was funny, huh? I thought that um, you know, he definitely touched pushing buttons, but um, I think that he is yet to go without a special that does that. I just feel like for our generation to see him with the same kind of unapologeticness that uh, most comedians kind of have to have now coming up. Like, if Dave Chappelle told the same jokes he told in those specials that he did if he was just coming up, like, I, there's no way I could have told those jokes and still have a comedy career after that. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, for him, he kind of already has the, like, the comeback card and, like, the... We already expect you to be offensive since everything you've ever done has been offensive and you've kind of gotten away with it. You know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, personally, I thought it was funny. I thought the... the uh, the Texas one was funnier than the first one, but there were hella jokes that were like, I definitely saw a bunch of the crowd, even the people I watched it with, I was watching it at uh, Liam's house, that didn't necessarily take a liking to certain jokes. You know? Speaking of which, I have, uh, I have my right-hand man right here, Mr. Baghead, he gets on me for sometimes when I say some things that are out of line, or he feels that are like not okay for me to be saying on a stage. But, you know. Oh, back here the regulator. Yep. Hey, man, you're a comedian. I mean, sometimes it makes beats see, that make me hella mad. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I think like the job of the comedian is like almost like to push buttons. You know what I mean? Like you kind of you 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 say what a lot of people are thinking and just they don't say it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that's. And I'm not saying that's okay and that justifies it. This is the world we live in. This is how you know and it's. You know, laughter is medicine. Some people have different type of humors, you know, and it is what it is. I think the intro is what kind of was what kind of explained it and made it so dope because, like, the show is just in his head, right? You know, the Dilla beat comes on, doom, doom, and it just shows madness and just sarcasm and, you know, like parodies of shit and just like making fun of like the shit he shouldn't be making fun of but it's these it's things that exist in the world right he didn't make it up right you know what i'm saying like it's a think piece it's like something that he's i don't know so it's kind of 
And then he, you know what I'm saying, like he wakes up out of it kind of like, and he's just like, damn, the world's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to put this together, like, and just how I do it as an individual. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and that's the same thing to go along with this Kendrick situation, kind of with hella people kind of mad at Kendrick right now, right? They are? I think because, you know, just, you know, like, uh, just talking about how that song, The Bitch Be Humble. And oh, people, <laughs> oh, well, people. oh, man, that's not even... But it's yeah. like that's a, that's a good ass. And I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's a lot of. I understand both. We had a long ass talk last night with with Snatch and uh, Gabe with everybody and Mike Measy he, uh, with his OG perspective and everything. And it's like you know, it's it's just a tough world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Like I know it, it's we should we could. I just think we could be picking on other things, you know what I'm saying, and other people and bigger problems instead of like our fellow comrade artists. And it's like, you guys, everybody on his helmet. It's like when it was, when it was uh, N-word, we gonna be all right. Yeah. It was all good. Yeah. And no one complained about that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it was, we gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, but at the same time, but then when it gets to this and it's like, damn, man, you know, and, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's less many, man. But, you know, it is what it is. I totally understand both perspectives of what it, you know, of what's going on. So it's, I'm not, like, really, like, leaning toward any side. I just understand the side where the feminists and everyone are saying, like, yeah, we have to find new ways and different words. If he's not saying bitch and not applying it to, to women, then let's find a different word. Then why is he using that word? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I see that. But at the same time, he's an artist. He's... You know, why can't we let artists be artists? You know, just like we said, the Chappelle thing. Like, you kind of let, you know, don't watch it then. Don't listen to it then. Like, you think there's worse shit in the world you could be and, listening to, you know? And, listen. like, two years ago, YG came out with, like, YG's, like, what, triple platinum song is the song, My Nigga. My Nigga, My Nigga, My Motherfucker, Nick. Like, everybody. Everybody <laughs> sang that song, you know? But at the same time, I guess, like, you know, to counter-argue that, that is, like, for me to say nigga is a different thing than for me to say bitch because i you know i don't i am not a woman <laughs> you know the word definitely affects me completely different yeah yeah you know so it's so it's like um <laughs> but uh but yeah i i damn just to just to go to show how much i was thinking about it, i didn't even think about that when that song dropped i didn't think damn kendra's gonna catch heat from girls you know, yeah. but but then again, I wouldn't yeah, me neither. be singing that song. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be singing that song. Bitch, be humble. That yeah. one, yeah. Bitch, be humble. Yeah. Right. yeah. I wouldn't be telling. Hold up, hold up, hold up. And I was uh, thinking when you said bitch, I thought of like Drake. But and I think another. Yeah, I swear to God, like you know what I'm saying. I like think, it was. Go ahead. My thing's kind of longer Go ahead If it was like 2 chains Or someone else saying The bitch But then you get The different perception But it's Kendrick You know it's deeper than that yeah. Or you you expect that You know what I'm saying So I'm, you let it slide And you give the whole piece Some time kind of You know what I mean Like And he's, and he's doing this Because of this I think he did that Because of this Of course it means something But it's controversial He's doing it Because we're talking about it He wants people to talk about it You know what I'm saying And bring up dialogue Which is a great You know thing I think that the critique is like fine but like i think there's a lot of people who like critique him and then like push him aside like oh from now on i don't want to hear kendrick i don't want to fuck kendrick he's the enemy like right that's that's what like i i think everyone should be critiqued and you should have critiques for everything but the second you start like 
cutting that shit off yeah. simply because they did something you didn't really feel like, then like you're doing the same shit, not the same shit, but you're doing similar shit to what's yeah. been done to you. Also, I think a big thing people were mad about besides like the bitch shit was like how like he had that line about like uh, stretch marks and he's tired of the Photoshop and like. See, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's hella dope. Like, no one does that. But then what people are saying is like, well, it's all, like, it is dope, but it's still just talking about the body of a woman. And it doesn't really do, you know, that's what people, that's what people are saying. And like, once again, like, I'm, I'm cool with that critique, but if you're going to take that critique and apply it to everything that Kendrick is, and it's like, well, then, well, fuck. Then there's going to be no room for anyone to kind of, or for men to like try to fix shit. Mm. But you know, I agree. Like you know, he's not like saying like anything like crazy. Like sure, everyone yeah. fucking wants a real woman. Like no one like well, people been doing that before there was hip hop. So it's not like he did anything that crazy. Like what are we 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 trying to make artists superheroes now? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like what do you, you want him to come with the answer? You expect him to come with the like you know what I'm saying? Because he he said we gonna be all right. Now you want him? You know what I'm saying? It's like he's gonna be him. That's why I said let an artist be an artist. He's not making music for you. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, because you don't like it. Now, now it all makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like you never, you know, if you're not here to, to accept him as an artist and embrace him and try to, you know, and work with him that way, then it really don't make no sense. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, that's what I say. You know what I'm saying? Like, some music isn't for everybody. I mean, you can't expect him to save the world he's not for you to you know what i mean like i don't know what made you give you know give him that responsibility right what made you think that he was supposed to do that because he made that one song you know what i mean because right. he's leading the youth i mean I, you know what i mean so it's whack it's whack to me yeah <clears throat> what are you uh what you playing right now queasy from what this is what this is like this goody mobs soul food album instrumental Y'all heard that album? Oh my god. We're gonna get into this little. You got a split break? Yeah, let's go. Is it ready? Smoke break. Yeah, it's almost ready. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a little bit of this Big Daddy King. Yeah, here, yeah. How's the sound out there? Eastside got problems, now it's time to see what we can do to solve them. Change for the better, letter, new rule being forced to school so we can get rid of all the bad apples in the bunch. Clean off the walls and cook better lunch. Put the students in class where they should be. To stop roaming the halls and oh, could we please eliminate the drug situation? Stop smoking and get an education. Point blank, let's change the whole scenery. You need help? Well, hey, lean on me. Just, 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 just,
What do you do in a situation like this? Get tough or get dissed. The job is yours to play the boss and force the laws because the source is knowledge. Wanna go to college or wanna be garbage? It's up to you, so what you gonna do? I prefer to learn, cause this is for your own concern. You gotta earn however the world turns. So wake up and put some sense in your head. Don't be misled, use your brain instead. Because a brother like me can't understand your plan. Yourself cheap like a soggy old camper. Since I'm around, I'm destined and bound to resurrect and perfect the entire school around. The whole entourage, a class so large under Joe Clark. I'm the head nigger in charge. The man with the master plan for discipline. Making changes no matter what we twist or bend. You may not understand what this mean to me, but for your own good, just lean on me. Just lean on me. is dwindling but in music it's sizzling it'll be dandy if for once we get a grammy when it comes to that statue they want to bother us rappers are just like every other artist on records on stage we rock we can do r&b soul and pop we're getting dissed and yo i'm getting pissed there's many many artists and here's the list run dmc cool j kumo d heavy d eric b in the game dana dane salt and pepper those two girls set the record straight all over the world we didn't shove them when they pushed it we loved them they can rap that's why the grammys are whack our records rock from coast to coast let houdini a whistle be the host because this year rap is going to be on top and set it straight meet chub rock we're going to go to the grammys no losing but cruising chub rock didn't play kane in the biz and the winner is Whitney Houston. I had that. I had that. All right, cool. 
that's some shit But our raps ain't valid Whitney sang some BS ballad Our records could have sold 50 million if it had to But they won't give us no statue That's the Grammys Yeah, yeah. That's the Grammys I just want to ask one question why did Paul Simon get a Grammy Award for Graceland? Because that's the Grammys.
Carolina.
dope with broke neck necks. Time for autographs for a posse of freaks. Said it's L, baby. I ain't down with sheep. Conversated with the skeezers for 10 minutes more. Then I jumped in my ride and the freak slammed the door. Cause I'm a gangster, people think I do crime. They don't know I'm just a kind of sort of hip hop rhyme. And Boy Scout boys, boys And I dare any critic to call it noise Peace that the clock had said 603 Sent later to create and broke out with E Went up to White Castle for a chocolate shake Think about a hundred thousand that I soon make Finish up the snack, jumped up out my seat He love hit the table and he made up a beat Kicked a few lines, stepped out the door Said tonight is a ball, I'm in the mood for more We jumped in my ride And he don't like to see you 
man Stolen from the motherland, placed in another land 400 and some odd years ago Till about the time we were Afros We've come so far, so fast from what they call the past But that just passed and with the lasting line The justice, what's this now, nah, man? That ain't gonna work, yo, bust this black To the future, back to the past History is a mystery, cause it has All the info, you need to know where you're from Why you're coming, that'll tell you where you're going We gotta unite
the way that it happened One day I was rapping and all the beat Jeff was backing me up and all of a sudden He brought in a cut and I dropped my microphone And said what the hold up Jeff Wait a minute play it He just smiled said Yeah that's ain't it It was fun. It made me wanna And we knew almost at once it was a So we continued to listen to it And we knew it was deaf when I started rapping to it So I gave a high five to Jeff And without hesitation popped in my cassette I took it home that night and analyzed it Rewound the tape over and over and memorized it That Friday we went to the club And out and out go tore it up You should have seen the people dancing and shaking and moving and jumping and spinning and clapping While the beatbox was grooving and screaming and yelling While over the microphone I was flowing Fresh rhymes I was showing The people say yo keep going So I continued to rock While Jeff was on the beatbox Special assistance from my homeboy Ready Rock People fought just to get up front to get a bird's eye view of what we call the brand new
there's magic in his mind Reflecting in his eyes It's that mystery that draws me to him It's kind of voodoo's hard to find I picked a little gypsy in his smile I think I'll stay Got a little fire left to burn Oh, if he would just remain not showing How I could love him Oh, I get the feeling that he knows me From some other time before I wonder how he could forget
Chuck Berry. Rest in peace, Chuck Berry. My dad's a Chuck, big Chuck Berry fan. <laughs> My dad's a Chuck Berry fan. What? Chuck Berry. How do you know that? Everything leaves. 
Shout out to Mutiny Radio for uh, being Mutiny Radio. One little song. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Pam Benjamin. For a fading memory. Pam. <clears throat> you, ever do, you ever do comedy with Pam? Of course. Yeah. Pam got me started, really. Like, oh, yeah? It was the first place I ever did stand up. It was in this room. Yep. Shout out, Pam. Damn, that's pretty crazy. I don't remember the date or the time at all. Like, oh, the one I really love. Has anyone ever done sit down comedy? The only yeah. Cosby. Ah, damn. He does? Yeah. 10 or 11 rapes. Hook. <laughs> Yeah, Bill Cosby. Yeah, he used to just literally have a chair on stage, sit down, and tell all jokes like this. Yeah, really? Is that still called stand-up comedy? Yeah. They might. I mean, they're still gonna they're still gonna talk about Bill Cosby. They might talk shit about him. And, well, I mean, you know. Like well, just like nobody's gonna talk about OJ's stats. <laughs> yeah. I looked at the, uh, hey, Millie. I looked at the uh, City College football like ball, like trades he made it. OJ was like, he's easily the best player. You know what? Yeah. He used to be. Yeah, he used to be called like the Galileo. Everybody loves bubble gum. Hey Dario. What was the what was your favorite candy when you were nine? Oh damn. You want me to roll for you or do you want to try again? I don't even know. I ate hella like sour Skittles. And and like, you know. Uh what was it? Big League Chew. That was my shit. Really? Hell yeah. Green apple. Alright. <clears throat> Dario seems like you, like a pitcher or something. Huh? He was a, like a double A pitcher, <laughs> chewing double A poly seeds and. Were you? you know, I pitched one inning in high school ball, so. <laughs> one inning? Yeah, I had two strikeouts and one walk. What was your other position? I played uh, center field and uh, third base. What'd you like better? third base because in my weak ass league no one ever hit it to center field <laughs> so you were just standing out there like, yeah i was like it was a waste of talent doing push-ups <laughs> <laughs> fixable what's your favorite candy right now uh ferrero rochers Oh, are those those chocolates? Yeah, those little the balls of chocolate, yeah, little nuts. Yeah. My boy used to call them <laughs> pimp candy. Pimp candy. <laughs> this is like royal candy. Yeah, it is pretty like 
know. Majestic. It's elite. Real rich and creamy and elite crunchy candy. all in one. So you could either crunch it or like just dissolve it. <laughs> yeah, you just place it on your tongue like like acid. These are 45s. Yeah, we're gonna go to the 45 section. Nice. Everything's been off vinyl, you know what I mean? How we do it. So, we're gonna tweak it out. A lot of zigzags, no raws. Help them out. You got, uh, you got shag. I got like some six, six yeah. months old shag. I got shag. Where is my shag? Mike's got my shag. Happy birthday, Marvin Gaye. It's Marvin Gaye's birthday, y'all. Oh, for real? Happy birthday, Marvin Gaye. You know how old he would have been? 78 years old.
Destructions in my head. So 
time to get iry. Bob Marley, Robert Nesta Marley, Talking Blues, 11.36 p.m.
is Mike and I just got here uh, <laughs> just in case you heard something else. I'm Ted I've been here the whole time what if my name was Ted and I just told you it was Sam it'd be a really good liar like at this point would it even matter that my name is Ted you know like you would already be Sam when I mean, your parents call you Sam <laughs> your parents 
What if I didn't tell them my name was Ted? They like they name you at birth. Right. I think you know. <laughs> what if they named me? They probably named me before I was born. What about you? Were you named at birth? <laughs> at first I was just baby. I wonder if anybody's nah, ever tried we'll just name him Junior. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if anyone's ever tried that. Like, they just wait till their kid's like six and they're like, what do you want your name to be? What would you choose? Like, when you were six, what do you think you would chose? Astronaut. Astronaut would be your first name? Yeah. What would be your last name? Astronaut the Johnson. Yeah. Uh, this is Astronaut Johnson. And like middle name probably Leroy. Astronaut a- Astronaut Leroy Johnson. Astronoid. Astronaut. What's up, Millie? What um <clears throat> what's new? <laughs> yeah. Couple of them, yeah, they, they say that. It's true too. Every time it's a day, it's, it's never happened before. That is true. Every yeah, every second's like a two and a half days. What? So quick. <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. But time moves at the same speed every time it moves. I feel like sometimes it moves fast. I feel that too. I mean, but like it's. It's always moving the same speed. At least it's what we've been taught. You know, we could be all wrong. Time doesn't even exist. See, you, all y'all listening, you can tell that this is some stoner. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's good talk. It's real. It's a real topic, though. Like, do you think time was was invented? Right. So, what is time without the measurement of time? What if we like, what if we, so you know how like we measure it, like we decided, we decided like how much or like how long a second would be or whatever. What if like a bunch of us just like went and like sped up all the clocks, you know what I mean? Like, like would we be re-measuring time and how fast it goes? Everything would be really different, I think. Yeah, if we just sped up the clocks like by 10 and like a second was way shorter, what do you think would happen? I think I think the society would prioritize nighttime more than they prioritize daylight. Why? Just because if you flip it upside down, it's like, it's the only way it could be. Because there's, isn't there some like, it, like in like Alaska, though they have like 28 days? <laughs> <laughs> In Alaska, they tend to do that. They tend to do that. 
Wait, I want to know what happened in Alaska. <laughs> in Alaska, there's like a month straight where they don't have like there's, sunlight. There's, there's a month? Yeah, every year there's like a dude, month. Dude, that's Norway, dude. That's where it is? Norway. I, I was in Alaska and that happened. I did a show in Alaska and it was... For a month? It was, it was daytime. We were, it was midnight. We were getting on stage. It was daytime. Like, whoa, this feels crazy. In Alaska? Damn. Damn. Just because where they are in relation to the to the sun. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. It's crazy. <laughs> where else do you, where's a place like that? I don't know, ask Google. He's too far away. Do you wanna go there? <laughs> to see a, a month? Maybe not for a month. Maybe for like a couple of days. Probably Antarctica. Antarctica? I only went there like three times. I don't know if I can deal with like day for a, for a week. I was thinking about that, like no nighttime at all for a week straight. Like, a day for a week, yeah, that would suck for me, honestly. I I really like like five o'clock, you know. I'm like yeah. the sun's like way over there. You gotta be in dark rooms, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's used to going to sleep. You can't go to bed. It's gonna be daytime the whole time. Yeah. That's a tweak. <laughs> to live like that, I mean. No sunsets. Big ass mooses too. I saw some big mooses. Yeah. Shit that you don't even think you can see in real life. Yeah. What'd they say? Uh. <laughs> nothing. Are you sure? James Brown. My dad's favorite artist in the world. Did you ever see him live? Yeah. I saw him live a bunch of times. Like, did you ever see him live? No. Yeah. What year did he die again? I think 2005, like Christmas. Yeah. On Christmas yeah. Day. Yeah, he died on a Christmas. Yeah. That shit was crazy. James Brown kind of like started hip hop in a way, like in his like influence of the game. Like, yeah, I mean, when you when you listen to his music, a lot of his music, you wonder like, you, huh. like hip hop had to be created. You know what I'm saying? You're like, there's no way that could, you know, this is this is part of it. Like him, I look at it like him and you know Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And people yeah. like that, that kind of like, you know, Gil Scott Heron, of course, too. Yeah, definitely. Gil Last poets dropping game, like you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like. Like freestyle fellowship in them, they was doing shit like that before. But you know, mm-hmm. that just all cultivated, I think, into hip hop music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of James Brown, though. I appreciate how how far hip hop has like stayed too. It's just like from everything that like I hear from like the past is like people weren't taking hip hop seriously, and I still don't think you know certain aspects of like music culture take hip hop as seriously as I think it should. But like hip hop has been here for so long, and it's still been—it's been the dominant thing, like in culture for for so long, you know. When we were talking earlier, right? Like, you had to find stores, right, Millie, to like they had a hip hop category. Like, you go to a record store, like, oh, y'all don't even have rap. Okay, they didn't want to hold. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you had to fight for that shit. There wasn't even enough rap to have its own section back. 
<laughs> yeah, you just and you buy shit that just was there. Like I want how this sounds, you know what I'm saying? Because it just wasn't available like that. That's why back then, when like a new song or a new album came out, everybody heard it. Everybody knew what it was because mm. it was the only thing that came out mm-hmm. that was new. You ever you ever d- done a rap before, Millie? Nah. <laughs> I can't do that. You never got in the booth? I have. Yeah. You never heard the. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I know that one. I know that one you did, yeah. <coughs> I know the one you done, Ilyich. He had to get in the booth for that one, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's other things. There's other songs out there that ain't out yet that Millie's on. Y'all don't know about them. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That'll probably never come out, but. You know, somebody's computer somewhere. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear that. Did did uh, did Curtis ever rap? Too? Yeah. Yeah. Kurt, damn. That's crazy. He raps a lot. Damn. He was definitely he was like my your babysitter. Me. Yeah. Well, nah. <laughs> he like was like the lead teacher in our, in our, in our after school program. I always thought he was hella sick For some reason He was just like This cool dude And I was just like It's crazy Bumped into him at a protest He was like What? You know crypto? I was like Like damn <laughs> Looks the same Yeah Damn so He and Kurt They grew up together I know Played basketball on Some weird like 9, 10, 11, 12 All that Those, those years and I was a little older so like you know what I'm saying like so I ended up I had to leave them because I ended up advancing to another league you know what I mean but grew up with them like all that early age of like listening to Run DMC and all that shit you know what I mean King of Rock album and ever Curtis Skits all them Associates Basketball baby Associates was a Japanese league Scott's birthday yesterday and then today is Marvin Gaye birthday. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Gil Scott birthday on April Fool's Day. <laughs> Go figure, you know what I mean? I heard Al Green got like a pot of grits thrown at him one time, like back in the day. My mom said that, and I was like, like I, did, I did not throw it at him. He woke up in the morning with hot grits on his chest. <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone threw it at 